When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we are talking about Rookie of the Year. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, springtime baseball. You know what I mean? Uh, You know, just the most boring (laughs) sport. I I don't know what I can't. I find it so hard to get into it. I can't. Uh, Yeah. You know what I was really missing watching this, though, is like there's a few times like we've just gone to a Blue Jays game. And like you're like, oh right, this is a this is a this is a sport you don't have to pay attention to. And you can just sit outside and drink with people. Oh, yeah, buddy. I'll go to a game. Yeah. I'll go to a game any day. Okay, I mean, I just trashed on it ten seconds ago. Okay, yeah, hell yeah, I'll go to a game, sit, get trashed, a lot of fun. Okay, a lot of fun. But it's like to me, baseball is like soccer, where I'm like, if I'm not there, I don't care. Right. Done. Fair enough. Like it's just too. I can't get into it. But rookie of the year. Okay, yeah. we've got a. Uh, a wh- have you watched this movie before? Oh yeah. Uh, this was like a childhood. Uh, I remember this movie from being a child. Like this was like one of the ones that just you watched if you were a boy who was, you know, in, the, you know, around like I didn't even like baseball, but this was like a this is a family movie that we're going to watch because it exists in 1993. Ah, this one missed me. It missed oh, me. I really? think just because I'm a li- like I'm a I'm like a touch just just a hair too young. So you missed out on funky butt loving? <laughs> Yes, I did. I did this out on the funky That line stays in my head to this day. Just funky butt loving. Did that guy just say funky butt loving? Like it came to that part in the movie when I was rewatching it. I rewound and watched it again because I was like, ah, I remember how funny I thought that was. Uh, but yeah, this was like a, this was like a childhood staple for me. Like I remember this movie very fondly, uh, which, you know, it's definitely a kid's movie. Oh, for sure. It's got all the all the children's movies tones, but I think I, I had a fun time watching it. Yeah, I, and like weirdly enough, nothing too really problematic about it. Uh, nothing like you know how certain kids' movies they you know you're like oh that wasn't a kids' movie that didn't yes. age well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, this one not so much. This is fine. Um, but yeah, I guess basically for uh, for those who have not seen the movie, um, basically the plot of Rookie of the Year is uh, we have our, 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 our protagonist, uh, Henry, uh, who is a 12-year-old boy, and uh, he uh, he's not very good at baseball. He's actually quite bad at baseball. He plays on his like little league team, and he can't bat, and he can't throw, and he can't catch. He can't do anything. Um, and at one point, he goes to try and catch a ball, and he trips on a baseball, and breaks his arm, and he's got to wear a cast for the whole summer, which sucks. Um, but the cast then heals, or the the tendons or the bones heal weird, and it basically gives him a spring-loaded arm, uh, which allows him to throw a 100-mile-per-hour fastball. Uh, so he gets recruited to the Chicago Cubs, who are a losing team, um, by the owner who's trying to save the franchise. Uh, his uh, mom is dating this guy named Jack, who's a uh, wiener. And, He's uh, a wiener. <laughs> and like he like tries to. Thing yeah, that's the nicest thing. Yeah, that's the nicest way. We're going to get into it a little later. <laughs> but he becomes the kid, uh, Henry's manager. And like, there's a whole plot where they try and sell him to New York for $25 million, And he's tricking his mom and all the rest. The, uh, there's uh, fish. Uh, uh, that they just call him Fisher. Larry Fisher is what he is. He's trying to like save the team. He's like the o- new owner, uh, and he's supposed to be kind of like sleazy and underhanded and like exploiting the kid. But we're gonna get into that too. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just at the end, um, uh, he kind of learns how to pitch, and the team accepts him, and uh, they get to the World Series. 
and then he trips on the ball again and ruins his arm and he has to use his <laughs> 12 year old wits to win the world series <laughs> that is 100% accurate that is a very accurate <laughs> explanation as to what has happened here and it's it's pure fantasy right like that's the other thing i love about it it's just like a what if there was a kid in the in, in major league baseball that was the thing uh and like so as I said, I have a very fond memory of this movie, but I really wanted to. Go, but I was also a kid, so uh, after I watched it, I really kind of wanted to go back and see like what was the contemporary reaction of like adults when this movie came out. And can I just read you Robert Ebert's review of this? Yes, absolutely. So this, this is and this I think perfectly nails this movie. If you haven't seen this, I I could not not share this. Um, so this is the last paragraph of his review, and it goes, "Look." This isn't a great movie. If you're not a kid, don't go unless there's a kid you want to take. But if you are a kid and you have ever for a moment wondered what it would be like to play major league ball at your age, then take it from the old little leaguer and see this movie. I really shouldn't give it three stars, but I'm going to anyway. Call it a form of revenge for all those hours I dread uh, of dread I spent in the right field. And I'm just like, that perfectly summarizes this movie. <laughs> I think so. It's not it's 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 not the worst. Yeah. It's not great. But it's fun. You're kind of like I could totally see a kid getting super <laughs> into this movie. Yeah. There's good parts to it. There are parts that made me laugh out loud, like not for the purpose that they put it in, right. of course. As all things, you know, like you watch any movie from 30 years ago, you're going to go, okay, <laughs> some of this doesn't either have the same humor, hits a little different, whatever, or the, just the fact that I'm an adult watching this now. Yeah. Just being an adult watching this movie, certain things and certain adult reactions in this movie are very funny <laughs> because they're so out there and so extreme. Like, it is very much from the lens of a child. Yeah, like, this is could, how a child would imagine an adult would react to this situation. Yes, this yeah, is yeah. very much like, maybe maybe that guy did yell something at you, but that's in your child's mind, that's what you thought he was saying. <laughs> very clearly it was, it was something different, or whatever. Or I have to assume that, because there are certain moments in this movie where you're like, what? <laughs> so funny. Okay, so I think... You know, obviously important. This is a villain podcast. I I would argue we have a few villains. We do, yeah. Some of which a lot a lot easier to argue than others. I think we could admit. Um, I am not here to defend the boyfriend. I'm sorry. Okay, he is. He makes me just like squirm in my seat. The second he was present. In the film, I was like, nope, that's the... I haven't watched this movie, but I know. I know that's the bad guy. (laughs) Don't kiss the back. Try and kiss the back of a mother's neck in front of her child. You just met this person. Like, please don't do this. It's so like... Like, like I just feel like he's like wiggling his fingers at all times. (laughs) I know that's not true, but I just feel like that's what he's doing. (laughs) Like, no, you you got it perfectly. Like just going around and be like, Ugh, like he's just got my this fingers are wiggling. Quality about him. Well, like, gross. <laughs> yeah, and we're definitely gonna get into some of the other villains as well. But like, since we're talking about this guy, uh, a, a th- so he shows up, and he, uh, Henry, our main character, is like, "Mom, you're going out again," and we we then figure out that she has. She's going out on the three-week anniversary Burn of it dating down. this guy. Burn it down. Burn it down. Burn it down. Burn it down. No. no if, <laughs> I, the only thing you should be celebrating a three-week anniversary of as an adult is not doing the dishes. You know what I mean? Like yeah, then, or like sobriety or something. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like an actual, like something where it's like, this is hard. That's high school shit celebrating yes. oh a three my, oh week my anniversary. God. Oh my god! Also, like a what chill is chill went down my spine when he? What said, is three weeks? Three weeks is the worst period of time that's ever existed. It's not a month. <laughs> it's not a week. 
<laughs> it's Please, literally it's nothing. Bullshit. It doesn't even <laughs> exist. If I didn't see a calendar, I would not believe that three weeks even exists as a time period. <laughs> like, Ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry, Rebecca, but if you were going to give me a deadline for something, if you're like, Craig, we need this done by end of the day, mm-hmm. end of the week. Yeah. Two weeks from now, mm. a month. Those are your options. <laughs> <laughs> I would just love you get an email for work and they're like, listen, it's we need it done in three weeks. And you're like, I'm out. You know I'm what? Out. Ooh, <laughs> no, that's not. You guys are freaks. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be working for the insane. This is uh, nuts. Yeah, no, that's not. So like, uh, and, and if, you're, if you are dating a woman who has a 12-year-old son, I'm going to say you would be lucky to see that woman three times in three weeks. Like that would be good, right? Yeah. If, 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 if week one is your first date and you see her two more times, yeah, you've been on three dates. Calm, calm the fuck down. Uh, <laughs> so immediately because of that comes across as like creepy and needy and manipulative in a certain way. Definitely. Oh, we see that. We see that rolling out a lot <laughs> later throughout yeah. the movie. You're like, oh, also this guy, I keep thinking, I'm like, what did you think was going to happen? <laughs> so like, I think his most evil act Okay, his mo- yeah. his the worst thing. Well, there's a couple of things that they all kind of collide together. But I would say the worst series of events is when, um, so the owner's trying to sell him to New York, I think, um, yeah. and they're like, okay, it's going to be twenty five million dollars. You're going to get a cut, two point five mil. Crest. Because yeah, because what we should mention here is that Jack <laughs> has inserted himself as the, the man, the kid, the uh, Henry's manager. I'm which his is- manager. Which I oh my god I Ask I'm gonna talk questions. for twenty minutes about this kid's mom but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. it intersects with Jack a little bit. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So he's like, okay, so we want to sell this kid. Okay, like let's make a buck. Let's move this kid up. You know what I mean? Let's get rid of him. Let's let's sell him. And this guy's like, hell yeah, I'll get it done. He's like, you need to get this signed by the kid's mother. So this guy shows up and it's just like instead of just saying what he wants (laughs) he's like hey sign this and she does she just just out of nowhere doesn't read it she she doesn't read it this is your child okay this isn't a computer you have to read the terms and conditions (laughs) okay like you have to you can't just click next girl you got to get on this okay this is a human being yeah that's that's an excellent point right this is not the terms of service of a website this is a major league baseball contract for your underage son maybe have a lawyer look at it i don't know there's some there's some negligence there uh on behalf of like like he t- he for sure tricked her and yes. like and exploited her trust of him but like it was it's also just like some blame falls on her for not No you got to re- Okay listen here here's the thing is that am I going to blame anybody this woman has terrible taste in men okay very clearly okay but I'm not going to fault anybody for that okay that doesn't mean you're dumb that doesn't mean you know what I mean you're wrong or whatever sometimes you just get caught up in a bad situation you don't see it whatever yeah. okay I, I totally understand that okay and I'm not here to point any fingers on that but you gotta read the contract okay that's where I draw the line okay as soon as this guy starts inserting and he starts bulldozing her again and again and again you at least have to read it <laughs> it's true son Yes. It's your son. And I, th- I can't. I, I think the biggest sin in this movie um, it are the adults for whom it never, and, and mostly the mom, for mm-hmm. whom it never occurs that this system doesn't have the best interests in mind for your young son. Or that there might be people who are are looking to take advantage of a young man who is capable of playing baseball, right? Like that this is an adult thing. It's like the child actor thing, right? Uh, yeah. It's essentially the same thing. Where you're like, okay, the morality of him having the talent and being in demand and whether or not 
you know, an organization or a team or a, a movie studio or something like that should be allowed to, you know, commodify that or, 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 or sell it or whatever is a whole separate thing. But like, as a responsible parent, you need to be like, maybe this isn't all in his best interest. Or maybe there are people who are trying to take advantage of this situation. Absolutely. And I don't don't know if it's just me or like Chicago kids are doing things different, but like (laughs) this kid had so much freedom for a 12 year old. I I was, I was blown away. Okay. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that's just because that's how it did. It didn't go down that way in my house. I guess what I'm trying to say here. Um, These kids are like, she gives them baseball tickets and it's like hit the subway kids like i was like how is she not going with them she just gave three kids tickets to a baseball game surrounded by strangers that are drinking and what have you i don't know maybe i'm overreacting maybe 12 year olds are a lot more mature than i remember but every time i see a 12 year old i'm like you're so young (laughs) you're so fucking young oh my god stop it yeah um and uh, I, I don't know, can, like, can, can I just say, can we move on to the mom for a second here? Because, yeah. like, I think you got a lot to say. So the, the one thing that gets me about her is I think she's, like, honestly one of the bigger villains in this for, like, <laughs> not really getting what's going on. But also this sort of thing. So she's lied to Henry her enti- his entire life. Yes. About who his father is mm-hmm. and that, in reality, he just left her when she was pregnant as a kid. Uh, that's another thing that like Jack reveals to the kid and where he's screaming, you're mine. You, I own you. Like he just goes full villain very <laughs> he quickly. He goes full villain <laughs> so fast. I, yeah. I love that about children's movies Yeah, because they'll get about 75% of the way through and they're like, this guy hasn't done enough bad stuff. Let's kick it to 10. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, mom punches him or whatever. So she doesn't read the contract, but she's been lying to him the his entire life about his father and saying that his father was a really good baseball player. And the big reveal right at the end where he needs, like Henry needs his like inspiration and stuff is he's using his dad's old mitt and he peels the tape off of it and discovers it's his mom's name. So his, so his mom who they've kind of shown as like, Having a good underarm pitch, like because she's throwing him sunscreen and things throughout yeah. the movie. Oh, yeah. It's very subtle, but then it's like, oh, his mom was the good baseball player. And it's supposed to be inspiring, and it's not. And here is why. Because that means that his <laughs> entire life, while he's been struggling with not being able to play baseball very well, she's been lying to him to pump up his thoughts of an absentee father rather than being the parent who is present and sharing something with the kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes, I used to play baseball. Play. Let <laughs> like, me <laughs> let me help you. Help the kid. God you damn know, it. Having conversations about like, you know, when I played baseball. <laughs> infinitely more helpful to a child. So she's been hiding that part of herself, which would have been such a huge bonding moment between the two of them, just to pump up a guy he's never met. And isn't, I think entirely imaginary is the concoction that she, that like the, the father that she presents to him. Dude, I was like, I was blown away with that <laughs> reveal. When he peeled it back, I was like, how is this inspirational? Girl, get in my backyard. Let's toss some balls. Okay, I'm bad at this. Help me, please. The other children are bullying me. The coach won't play me. How could you keep this from me? It's, it's yes. Yes, I 100% agree, Craig. I was, it, 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 it did not translate to the inspiration that I believe they thought it would. At least to my eye. <laughs> my Lord. Yeah, that that was a whole thing. Yeah. Also, I'm sorry, okay? And I know, you know, we all have bad taste in men. It happens. But can you imagine having such bad taste in men that Gary Busey's an upgrade? <laughs> can you imagine a world? 
<laughs> Did we have this conversation on our uh, Point Break episode or not? I can't remember. If we did, uh, just skip over this part, everyone. But, like, <laughs> apparently Gary Busey was, like, like, like people's, like, sexiest man alive in the early 90s. Like, I don't know what happened. Stop. You stop it right now. But, yeah. Like, oh, that was not. I don't know. Maybe it's because I just know him. As you see him now, you know what I mean? More yes. like present day and I can't. And the mugshot, uh, like. Yeah, yeah, like I just can't get it out of my brain. Like it's in there. So maybe that's why, like I've got, you know, Gary Busey goggles on when I'm watching this and I'm like, girl, run, no. <laughs> His name's Rocket. You don't want him. <laughs> the answer is nobody. <laughs> His own team doesn't even want him. I will point out, uh, I'd, uh, also in this movie is uh, the actor who plays the janitor uh, oh, on Scrubs. Uh, Scrubs. Yes. Um, and I'll point out that this is the second movie we've done this month where Gary Busey has been in a movie with an actor from Scrubs. <laughs> Bit of a weird one, this one. Yeah. Because uh, Point oh, Break right. had uh, yes, 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 had uh, yes. Dr. Cox, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So very, oh just God. a very strange thing to notice. Like, as <laughs> the more movies you watch, the more of these like interconnections pop up. Um, but yeah, I don't know. The mom is at worst negligent, uh, yes. or at best negligent at, at most. Yeah, um, yeah. So and for not yeah. noticing that, like, uh, uh, and I'm sorry if you've been dating uh, a guy for like. I think maybe a couple months at that point, and he's just like, "Oh yeah, your son uh, is going to be a major league ball player. I'm going to be his manager," and not tell you about it. Chilling. You should be like, "That's a warning sign. Goodbye." <laughs> oh, absolutely. But at minimum, and I'm going to go back to this because I get it. You miss signs. Things happen. Sometimes you get bulldozed. Read the contract. Absolutely. So important. I can't stand that. Okay, but. May we, may we get to the the villain I believe that is correct? <laughs> yes. Which is the guy that's taken over, new the new owner here. Yeah, Larry Fisher. Fish. Fish, yeah. Fish as they call him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fish. Okay. Here's why I'm on board with Fish. Okay. Firstly, they were going to lose the franchise. Okay. It's Hail Mary time. Okay. We need, we need like. They were, they were saying, we need a miracle. We need the f- seats to be full every game. We need to sell game. every game for the rest of the season. Or there is, is no team. We're done. We're out of here. And there, there is no team. And, and whether you like baseball or not, the Chicago Cubs have been around as the Chicago Cubs since 1907. So a few years. like, And they're driving this franchise into the ground. Right. So this this clearly means a lot to Chicago. It means a lot to the fans. It means like preserving this franchise is a noble thing to do, I think. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And I don't think and he like kind of his opposition a little bit is how I can't remember how they're they're related, I believe. I think it's like his uncle or something like that. I think it's like his uncle that currently owns the team or whatever, and it's getting passed off to him. And I know it's very much like, oh, this old man is like kind and he's just, you know, he's he doesn't always understand what's going on. I'm like, he's driving this team into the ground. (laughs) This rich bastard doesn't even understand how much hot dogs cost in his own establishment. (laughs) He's he's the guy who's banging on the first thing we see of it, he's banging on the window, being like, Look, I got the decoder ring from the cracker jack box. I oh. like Yeah. And you're absolutely right. It's coded as look at this friendly old man who just likes baseball. And yes. look at his conniving nephew who mm. wants to run this like a business and make money, who's stealing the team from this like rich old man. Uh, or, or kindly old man. And it's like, no, you clearly need to run this as a business. It needs to make money. Otherwise, it goes away. Absolutely. Plus, they have already have it set up. It's like, yes, I'm getting the team at like the end of this year or whatever. They've already figured this all out. This guy should actively be making business decisions on your behalf right now because he's going to be making all of them soon. 
So the fact that he missed this window by like, I don't know, two months of like, okay, I'm going to sell this player to another team, which happens all the time. Okay. All that the time a, players huge. get sold around. Okay. They swap, they get moved. Things happen. They get better contracts, better deals, whatever. Okay. This is what this guy regularly does. He talked to this guy's manager and was like, you got to get the mom to sign it. Yeah. And he did. He doesn't know how he got this thing signed. He doesn't understand that there hasn't been a full flooded conversation about what's been going down. I agree 100%, Rebecca, because it is, it's presented as he's being manipulative, but he's literally just talking to Jack um, because that is the person that he should be talking to. So, um, at, at the beginning, he sort of suggests, he is the one that suggests that Jack maybe become his uh, manager and says, you will also make money doing this. But this Larry Fisher Fish doesn't know what that relationship is. I think, he, I think it was reasonable to assume that if this is the guy that's showing up, that this is um, a guardian of, uh, of Henry. You know what I mean? Like, like that that is a bigger figure in his life than Jack presented himself to be. So I think he's done his due diligence in terms of making sure that this minor who is going to be signing contracts and things is represented by somebody in a position of authority over him. And then I can deal with this person. Yes. Right? He's not trying to trick the kid himself into signing up. He's like, as a child, you need a manager. Are you going to be the manager? Yes. Then you're the person I'm dealing with. Completely legitimate. Yeah, and I just don't understand the big upset afterwards. I understand going, okay, we didn't know about this contract. We're going to get rid of it. Like, I didn't read the contract I signed, which would have been a line I would have loved to have heard. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, didn't read it. Doesn't count. Whoopsies. Um, and that's one thing to be like, okay, you've made a terrible business decision or whatever. We're going to talk about your future or what have you, but he makes him like a, a, uh, hot dog guy. He's like, that's the ending for this guy. It's like, Hey, I demoted him. Look at him. He's over there. He's being punished, punished for his crimes. And it's like, you were failing. This guy's taking over. What did you think was going to happen later? Like, do you think you can just come in and spank him every time you don't like what he does? You're not doing anything. <laughs> Does he become a hot dog guy? Did I miss that part? There, it's so quick. Okay. It's so, so quick. It's like it is a 15-second shot of this guy in a corner handing out hot dogs. Hot dogs, hot dogs. Do you want hot dogs? Like, that's it. Just a unenthusiastic man yelling hot dogs. Can I share a secret with you, Rebecca? Absolutely. Sometimes when we're watching these movies, uh, it gets to the conclusion, and I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, fine, whatever. I know what's going on. And I stop. Because, <laughs> like, all the interesting villain stuff is, like, all in the middle, right? And then it becomes like, yeah, yeah, the hero wins. Uh, I don't need to talk about this. <laughs> Not that I don't watch them. It just becomes like a... And well, now we're like wrapping up the love. <laughs> yeah, we're wrapping up the love story and all the rest. And I was like, but this doesn't have to do with the villain because the villain's been defeated now, right? Or, or, like, anyway, it's very strange. But, like... There's so many movies where I just check out at the conclusion. <laughs> like, this oh, is if the part I've never I'm seen it before, I have to. Uh, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I got my notepad out. I, I have subtitles on. You know what I mean? It's noisy at my place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The train, fans. Now, it's hot. <laughs> it's so fucking hot. When did that happen? Bloody. Uh, like, I'm, and also, I'm one of these people that my brain, I don't know if you're the same, like, I actually can't live in a hot climate. <laughs> I oh, no, discovered I'm... this over time okay. because my brain starts shut. I, I lose IQ points as the degrees go up. I think we've figured this out before, but uh, I'm the exact opposite. Like in the wintertime, I'm just like, well, time to lay down and die. <laughs> 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 my body temperature is too low. Can't keep no. this up. Just crawl into a snowbank and die somewhere. Like every time I go outside in the winter, I'm just like, well, might as well give up on this. Whereas like summer comes and like, I'm fine. Cause like where I grew up, it would be like 32, 34 degrees all summer with like 98% humidity. So I'm just like, great. 
No, dude, I'm soup. I'm yeah. so, how many, I've gone to the doctor so many times to be like, why am I sweating so much? And they're like, we don't know. <laughs> it's a lot. We'll agree with you. It is a huge amount, but we do not know what's going on. Drink it's more just, water. It, it, it's what it is. I drink so much water. <laughs> I drink so much water. That is never an issue for me. All right. Um, sorry. We really, we got off. No, that's okay. We're, <laughs> Oh, it, it relates uh the the boys of summer baseball players summer hot hot there we go i i tied it all together look Maybe at us that's we're, why we're... i don't like baseball <laughs> i don't like any i don't like baseball i don't like soccer i like basketball you you're inside you like it's air conditioned sports. love it yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean hockey i'll watch that all day you know no problem well and i and again as the opposite of you i'm convinced that winter sports have just been invented by people who try and convince themselves that winter isn't the fucking worst. No, dude, I could fucking, I'm so hot. I could evaporate a snowbank. You know what I mean? Fair if enough. I laid on it long enough, that thing would be gone. <laughs> just instead of snow angels, it's just like steam <laughs> rising out like of a hole yeah, that's yeah, falling yeah. into the thing. I love that. Um, another point I did want to make about uh, Larry Fisher though, fish here. Mm. Um, is that the the other kind of like villainous turn he takes in this, or what's supposed to be a villainous turn, is that he wants the $25 million contract signed. He says to Jack, get this signed, because that money is going to save the team, right? That's yeah. going to get them to the end of the season, which we've already established is a fine motive, and you can absolutely trade people. Um and the condition Jack get says is, I'll get her to sign it, but get rid of Gary Busey, Stedman, the, the, the other pitcher on the team. And he does it. Which, 100% the right decision. <laughs> you don't think so? No, it's, he already wanted to get rid of him. Yes, he's he not a very good pitcher. He already wanted to get rid of him. Okay, it's, I, I had no problem with that. And the problem I had was, I was like, why does this guy need this? You're going to New York in your mind, in your evil little <laughs> scheming mind. What is this, like a 10-second solution? That is such short game, man. Ask for more money or something. What are you doing? He's Get true. rid of that guy. He danced with a girl I like. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, I, oh, that was a decision uh, upon the villain that I, it didn't make any sense to me. But if you, yeah, no, from, from Jack's perspective, you're right. It's incredibly short-sighted and <laughs> stupid. Like, just, I, I guess maybe there's a vindictiveness to it. Just like, if you're going to hit on my woman, I'm going to ruin your life. Uh, but uh, Gary, uh, not Gary Oldman, Gary Busey. <laughs> that's a very different movie. This is Gary Oldman. Although Gary Oldman would still probably be young in this. He could probably play a baseball player. Anyway, um, Gary Busey's character is a washed up guy. He's gone through surgery. He says right at the beginning he's not giving it his all because he's afraid that he's going to hurt his shoulder again. Um, he's not delivering on the pitching mound. He's getting booed by the stadium. So, like, to say that they are going to bench him for the rest of the season because they're not satisfied that his surgery has progressed well enough and he's not delivering is, I mean, that seems mean for a kid's movie, but that's also the, 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 the business of running a baseball team. Yes. Right? And if it means that we get $25 for the fact that you're on the disabled list for the rest of the season, uh, great. Good, that's the deal that we have here. Like, yeah, plus he's not even honestly, and especially the beginning of the movie, you feel it. Like, he this guy warms up to Henry and then he starts getting a little more dynamic, whatever. But this is a guy that doesn't do autographs. You have a player <laughs> that isn't even being able to reach out to the fans that you're trying to bring in. This guy doesn't want to talk to people. He doesn't want to do publicity. He doesn't want to help you out. This isn't a good guy to still keep on the team. No, you need to moneyball that shit, uh, which I don't think existed in 93. Anyway, <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know what the <laughs> timeline is on that. Uh, that made me feel old. Anyway, uh, by the way, I, I just really did want to say, you know, this is this movie tells you right away the uh, time that it's happening in uh, because there's this opening montage of like opening day at Wrigley's Field. Right. And it's like, remember baseball? 
baseball's fun. Look at all these people getting ready for baseball. And there's a scene where they're stocking up like the the store, right? And they show them like uh like stacking Chicago Cubs baseball hats and yeah. they show them like hanging up Chicago Cubs baseball jerseys and then they show them putting on a shelf some Chicago Cubs troll dolls. <laughs> And I was like, two out of three of those still play in 2021. You know what I mean? Oh, I didn't even clock that. I had to rewind it because I was like, is that a troll doll? Okay, right. This is 93. This is like one of the two years that those were popular. Um, So funny. Uh, I also wanted to talk about John Candy uh, is the announcer in this. Yeah. Great to see. Do you know he's uncredited in this movie? He no. Is yes. No. He's he's. You look on IMDb and it's uncredited, which means he's his name, John Candy, does not appear in the credits. And normally that's like a cameo sort of thing. Like John mm. Candy walks by and they go, "Oh wow, kid, well, that's quite the arm," and walks away. And you're like, "Oh, that was John Candy." Mm-hmm. But John Candy is in this movie so much. He speaks so many times. <laughs> <laughs> he's in more than one scene. He's he's the he's the play by play announcer at the, sh- uh, the at Wrigley Field. Yeah. Like he's he's in, oh, he's insane. the voice he's of what's happening. It's that's insane. insane. Absolutely insane. Oh, um, I'm mind blown. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And also, oh. uh, I, I did just also want to call out the performance of Daniel Stern in this. Uh, uh, Merv from Home Alone. I thought he was having the best fucking time. I don't know about you. Oh, I think I think you would have to because some of his lines are so insane and you know like geared towards children. Right. That I don't know if other people could do it. Like it takes a very special actor to be able to pull off this kind of mania. Yeah, he knew exactly what movie he was in and like what kind of performance he needed to deliver, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. good uh, because he also directed the movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, right? Kind of fun. I don't know. That is I just, fun. I, I loved when he got stuck s- between oh. the door. And no, like that's terrifying. I, I, <laughs> oh my God, I was free. That was the only part of the movie where I was like, that is that is a fate worse than death. I have to go soon. <laughs> I, I'm claustrophobic. Oh, right, I could not. We were talking about that before. We started yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't, I could, I could handle so much. Okay, so much. A pit of snakes. I would take a pit of snakes. Any day over that. <laughs> over being trapped between yep. uh, two doors in two the doors. hotel. Nope. Oh, man. Yeah, okay. No, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> I mm, I don't know if I'm claustrophobic or not. I think I might be mildly. I know my dad is. Uh, probably inherited it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just the firm. Like, also, it depends on what the material is. You know what I mean? What's blocking you. Yeah. How much you feel like you can breathe, whatever. But those two doors, I was like, uh, who invented that? Because throw them off a cliff. Oh, the. No, it should just never, be one door. <laughs> well, no, no, no. You, uh, so, so if you've ever had a suite in a hotel, it's so that um, they Have can I rent out. Have you ever had a suite in a hotel? Well, who are you asking right now? Absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> no, but. So the way hotels do them is like they rent them out as individual rooms, but they put two doors Mm -hmm. so that if both people want to open it up, they can, but no one person can. Right. So you can only open the door on your side and it requires the person to open the door from the other side. So it allows them to basically use it as a suite, like with two rooms and also as two individual rooms that they rent out. It's I. This is this is something I this is not fancy. This is something that was like in hotels where we stayed <laughs> as like on high school trips, this is right? Not like fancy. No. <laughs> like the fancy version of it is if it's a hotel room with two rooms. Rebecca, the you're the just budget a version you're of just it. Just an incredible hillbilly. Everybody yeah. does this. <laughs> a room with two doors? Well, now I've seen everything. <laughs> I can't imagine. Right this way, your highness. Oh. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, Old one door reads over here. <laughs> that would actually I would actually love to hear a character's name as such in a movie. One door reads. One door reads. And you'd be like, why? What's that? 
It would be such a good mystery. Where did that nickname come from? Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Um, I do quickly want to, before we wrap up, I do quickly want to talk about Henry himself, uh, the kid. <laughs> Henry's <laughs> such a little shit. Right? <laughs> such a little shit hey like he's just always egging on everyone around him and like the bullies that bully him i'm like good kid needs a little boy you know what i mean just a touch just a little sprinkle and i really feel like that's what they give him i don't think the bullies are like crazy bad in this movie you know what i mean they're pretty they kind of make fun of him for not being very good at baseball because he threw a baseball <laughs> over the fence the other way. You because his hat a fell over bit. his eyes, mm, and he just mm-mm. blindly <laughs> threw it. <laughs> Listen, adjust okay. the hat. Like there's some there's some coordination skills that you need to learn, Henry. We all have moments like that where we've fucked up incredibly. Okay, and it's very embarrassing. You just have to deal with it. Okay, I've done things in the past where people have made fun of me, and I've been like, yeah. How could you not? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) It's crazy. But yeah, so they make fun of him a bit. They also have this moment where like he trips over. They're like, like, catch this. And then he trips over the baseball. And I'm like, who's leaving all these loose baseballs around? How does this happen twice in the same movie where this kid trips over a baseball? Is this like. And schoolyard? Fine. Major League Baseball Stadium during the, the you just have a loose ball out on the field during the division no, no, no. championship for the World for Series. They have people to deal with those things. Yes, yes. <laughs> also, the idea that like the umpires would allow just another ball to be in the field while a play is going on, like the confusion that would call if any cause if anybody picked it up and threw it would be earth shattering, right? <laughs> Which, yeah, so he's a little shit. He's, he mocks people openly all the time, which I get is part of baseball. But as a child with like all these grown men all around you, I would mm. be intimidated at least a little bit. And it's shocking to me that he isn't and a little damning. Like any kid who is okay with being that rude to adults in a professional, like working in a professional setting has got to be. Like a little up, you know what I mean? Like this could seem like thirty-five to me. Yeah. At some moments, you know what I mean? Like he seemed so. I, they would have moments where they broke that, and he definitely had yeah. moments where he's very much a kid and he's acting like a kid, and that's good. But there's other moments where I'm like, this is, this is delivered too much like an adult. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's just got too much zip to it. You know what killed me? You know what absolutely destroyed me off the top of this movie? I thought I I was losing it. I thought that was so funny. Was the guy in the stands after this kid like whips this ball? This <laughs> one adult's like trying to trying to show me up, boy. Like trying to and it starts like, hold me back, hold me back. And I'm like, what is happening? I laughed so hard. That's so funny. Our- Oh, you're absolutely right. I forgot about that. But yeah, the drunk guy who wants to fight a child for being able to throw a baseball further than him uh, is so funny. But I was dying laughing. So good. I think, I think, one, every adult on this team is right for sort of not being so cool with this. Yes. But I do very quickly want to talk about how they end up winning after he loses his oh, special okay. super arm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like you said, by the, the genius of a twelve-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> so the first, so he's got to get three outs, right, to 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 uh, finish the game, and they'll win. The first one is what they call the old hidden ball trick, where they call a huddle, they pass the ball off to the first baseman, and the first baseman walks with the ball back, and then when the guy leads off the base. Uh, Henry's just like, oh, actually, I just have the uh, talc bag or the powder bag here. Someone else has the ball, and the first baseman tags him. I'm like, that is almost certainly illegal. I don't think you can move the ball during a timeout. I have no, I honestly, I have no answers. But just, I mean, just think about it for a second. That's got to be illegal. (laughs) 
Okay, I'm going to be willing to believe. I mean, I, I would be willing to like suspend my beliefs, okay, and just be okay. like, okay, yeah, like this is a movie at this about time a period, the baseball team. Or yeah. maybe there is like some sort of weird loophole or something where you can get a little tricky or whatever. Even if there's a loophole, sometimes you shouldn't use it. It's just cheating. It's yeah. just cheating right. at a moment. Okay, like there is. If I was the other team, I would be furious. There's the spirit of the of the. Yes, rule. exactly. There was no spirit of the game in that moment. <laughs> that's exactly correct, Craig. That is that's what I was missing. Yes. Also, are you telling me that you are a major league ball team? And and by the way, he has to he has to finish off because he's the only pitcher. Because Stedman ruins his arm, right? Gary Busey ruins yeah. his arm. So, which means that they are a major league ball team with only two pitchers. And first of all, anybody on that team can throw better than a kid, right? <laughs> you, you're <laughs> yeah. like this. This has happened in Major League Baseball, where like all the pitchers are are on the injured list. And they have to bring in like a third baseman or something. But they can throw a ball from third base to home plate so they can like pitch better than any kid. Anyway, so that's just that's just one side effect. But then the second out is where he bullies an adult by calling him a chicken to run to the next base before he's supposed to. That one blew my mind. He's just sitting there calling an adult a chicken. Yeah. He is. Although I will say, okay, this is the one positive I will give to that. It was using the character's skill sets. Okay. Because that is something that he is, has been known to be good at. Okay. He's good at the taunting. He likes to do that. And that is the one moment in the movie where it's like, maybe only that kid could have done that. Right. It was it, it, it was earned. It doesn't it was make earned. sense. That was honestly the only moment in the movie where it was earned. Right. Because his arm is an accident. He doesn't earn it at all. He doesn't. There's no montage of him training point. Okay. It's just like, <laughs> throw him in there. Let's see what happens. Like, that, yeah. There's no they never aiming. Once, there's no yes, like. Accuracy is important. It's so important when you're. That's what pitching is, is yeah. accuracy. <laughs> You know you I mean? need there to should get be it. at least one or two montages of this kid training, trying. He doesn't even show up to practice on time. Okay, oh, like, yeah, there's there, a lot you, happening. You're absolutely right. There, there should have been a moment where he learned, like, okay, I've got this natural ability, but, oh, you still need to hone skills and practice. And then he could have gone back to the Little League and been like, I understand that you need to practice and work on this now, and then I can become a better ball player. But then his third out, which is supposedly inspired by his mom's underhand pitch, which we only see a couple times when she's like throwing sunscreen at him Mm. or like, and it's just like, yeah, that's, that's a way to pitch, I guess. And he strikes out like the biggest guy on the team. That is, and the biggest guy is so comically. Comedically big. He is comedically big, but he's also like all of his actions and how he talks. And I think, what's his name? Like Hato or something? Like yeah. it's like, <laughs> it's, the one moment that killed me is there's like a 20 second shot of this guy with just his tongue out going, ah, yeah. like just. Like and muscles like, rippling. And like, Dying. Cartoonish, so yeah, cartoonishly evil. It reminded <laughs> me of, um, oh it, no, he literally looked like one of those big, uh, the big muscle men from like Looney Tunes. I can't remember the name, but like that was literally a character, uh, and he looked exactly like him. So I, I'm funny. blanking on it, but yeah, uh, and and the the y- you touched on this a little bit where you're like the moral should have been like practice and, and hone your skills and then he he learns to change and all the rest but <laughs> i wrote this down as the moral of the movie because this is kind of what ends up happening for henry which is there's this girl at school he likes and he kind of gets to talk to her at the end and then i was like the, so the moral of this movie is all you need to do in order for girls to talk to you <laughs> is become a major league ball player and own a boat like that was the- <laughs> Like that was the thing that broke the uh, broke the ice for him, and I was like, "That is an uh, that is a hilarious 
lesson to try and teach a 12 year old, which is like, yeah, if you're a major league baseball star, girls will talk to you. Yes. It's like, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, oh my God. And the kids friends. Okay. I like the little ones, quite a bit. the little ones, adorable. The blonde kid. I'm like, that is a 35 year old divorcee. Like that is a, <laughs> why is this kid talking like that? Like when he says, I, fucking lost it when this kid in all seriousness says when they're in the calf and they're talking about these girls he says milk's done that body good and i'm like i couldn't i had an out-of-body experience in that moment i laughed so hard i was was like like, why are you 40 with a martini in your hand like why what is going on with these kids i i do love the performance of that kid though because he was just like slightly over the top enough where i was oh no he's perfect he's perfect this is not a criticism as the best friend yeah but the milk's done that body good i was just like you didn't like yeah as a kid you didn't come up with that which means that you heard it somewhere which is like a whole home life thing that's like <laughs> <laughs> But the thing is is that like I'm sure like kids kids that age say gross things okay they yeah. say things I don't want to hear for sure cuz I'm like you're 12 <laughs> Jesus Christ but milk's done that body good is so specific <laughs> It, you heard yeah you're right craig he heard that from someone else and was like that's the ticket yeah. sign me up <laughs> the, the thing is they're like 12 and he's almost certainly heard that from like an older brother who's like 15 you know what i mean <laughs> he's like i'll teach you how to impress girls and just the grossest 15 year old right but yeah. he's a brother so he looks up to him man yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of villains in this, uh, mm. again, family-friendly villains. But I think the main villain, not a villain. He saves the team. <laughs> yes. He the Chicago the Cubs, team. <laughs> the Chicago Cubs exist in 1994 because <laughs> this guy saved the team in 1993. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Uh, anything else you want to say about uh, no, uh, Rookie of the Year? I it. Yeah, we fun did one. The damn I don't know. Thing. This is great. Uh, so I guess it's time for our definitive rankings of how good the villains are. Uh, what do you got, Rebecca? Uh, so I've got the uh, taunting scale, um, and I'm going to rate the uh, the boyfriend. Okay, <laughs> gross, because he's the worst villain in this movie. I'm going to rate him. So I've got from hey batter batter to literally insulting one's mother. Um, I'm going to give him uh, the middle finger. He's not subtle. It is not a subtle taunt. There's no finesse to it. He is bluntly bad. <laughs> what about Love you, Craig? It. Yeah, so I've got the uh, the swears that aren't swear words scale. Uh, so uh, on a scale of gull darn it, uh, all the way up to funky butt loving, uh, which again I love. I'm going to give um, Larry Fisher, the, the, the team, to, to be team owner, a ducking bull shot. Because uh, <laughs> at first glance, it seems like it's uh, pretty bad. Uh, and then when you look at it a little closer, oh, you realize there's actually nothing objectionable about it at all. Ducking bull shot, everybody. <laughs> By the way, a little aside. Uh, no, no replacement for the word bullshit. Any, no. any toned down thing you can, you can say, you know, fudge or whatever for fuck, but like bullshit means bullshit. Right. Anyway. I like that. I don't, you know me. I love, I'm, I'm colorful. I love to swear, <laughs> but you can't be like, this is a big pile of horse manure. Right. You go, that's bullshit, Rebecca. <laughs> Right. You can't be like, that's a pile of manure, Rebecca. Like, it doesn't hit yeah. the same way. Anyway, that's just my Absolutely. Well, I don't think any of that hits the same way as swearing does, personally. But Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, but, like, to say fucking bullshit says a certain thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, yeah, guys, uh, that's my theory on swearing. But... Uh, <laughs> If you uh, want to uh, support the podcast, a few ways that you can do that. Uh, 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 we're on Patreon, everyone. Patreon.com slash the villain was right. And in fact, uh, next month we have um, our audience choice month coming up. So all this past month, um, people have been voting on what movies they want us to see or want to hear us talk about. Um, and we do that, uh, we don't do a whole month of it, but every month we ch- do one episode 
Uh, that is our audience choice on Patreon. So you can head over to patreon.com uh, slash the villain was right and sign up at our two-face level and a two-face tier. And that is going to allow you to vote on the monthly episodes. Um, if at our top, our top tier, $7 a month, uh, you get two bonus episodes a month. Uh, you get early release of episodes and you get to vote on all that stuff. So, uh, if you've got a couple bucks you want to help support the podcast with, go ahead and check that out. Um, and, uh, otherwise, uh, just keep listening cause you guys are great. And, uh, if you want to get in touch with us at the podcast. As always, you can contact us at VWR Podcast on Twitter, villainwasright at gmail.com for specific requests, I suppose. If you were emailing us, you must have something to say, and we like that. So please keep doing that. Um, also, you can hit us up at uh, villainwasright on Facebook, of course. And I think that's, I think that's it. That's where you, you can get at us, of course. And now it is time for our heroes and villains of the week. What do you got for us, Craig? Yeah, so um, I don't know. Like This is kind of like springtime movie, so it got me thinking about it, um, which is just the story of my uh, the leather jacket that I own. Uh, <laughs> is that known within your friend group or something? Is that... Oh, uh, what? Leather that... jacket? You said it so... No, I mean, it's just... Leather jacket. I, I, enjoy, I like this leather jacket okay. because, because of the story that comes behind it, which is the story that I'm about to tell you. So um, way back when I was just like first starting comedy... Um, I I forget what the gig was, but like this is one of the first times I'd ever gotten paid to do comedy, and I got paid $150. Woo! And yeah, which is an obscenely large amount of money uh, in retrospect for the skill level that I had at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, you know, you, I felt this sense of accomplishment uh, about that, that that was very tangible. Um, and, uh, you know, I was still living in like a shitty basement apartment and all the rest. And it, it just so happened that I needed to renew my health card. Right. And I needed to get a picture taken to do it. So I couldn't just like do it online. I had to go to like a service Ontario site and get this thing renewed. So I like looked up where the nearest location was and it was like two buses away and like I was working at the time and going to school. So like I planned out this day where I was like, this is the day I'm going to go to this service Ontario. I'm going to ride the bus up there. It's going to take me like an hour or something. And I'll be able to go there and get this done. So that day I go up there and uh, I get up there and this this location is in a mall. Right. And the mall had had a power outage. So every store there was closed down, even though it's like Tuesday at like 2 p.m. And like shut down, Service Ontario closed, can't get in there. And I was like, well, shit. I came all the way up here. Uh, I can't believe it's closed because of a power outage. But you know how there's like sometimes shops or like different buildings in like the parking lot of a mall or whatever? Like they're like a separate building. I was like, there was one store in there, which is like a Winners, which if you're not from Canada, Winners is like, uh, it's a clothing store, but they use like, like quality control rejects or like overstock and that sort of thing. So sort it's of a like black hole for your money. Never go in. Never yeah. go in. <laughs> you will lose money and time inexplicably. They are. They sell things cheaper, though, than retail is the is the thing. So I go in there just to like look around, be like, maybe I can get myself a pair of socks. Right. Or like something that I need. And I see these leather jackets and I'm like, well, yeah, those look those look all right. Let's try them. I try it on and it fits perfectly. God, Rebecca, it looks so good on me too. And I'm like, no, this is this is such an extravagance. I would I could never get this. And then I looked at the tag and it was exactly $150. And I was like, that's the exact amount of money I made on this from a, a comedy gig. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get it. And it was like this little treat for myself. And I put it on, and this this is like 10, 15 years ago. And I still wear it to this day. It's a little ragged. It's like rough a little bit. It's stained. The pockets are a little ripped. But like every time I put that jacket on to go for a walk, uh, I'm like, this is your comedy jacket, Craig. You're a comedian. You made money doing comedy. Oh, that's and so nice. uh, yeah, it's just a nice wholesome thing. So that's my hero of the week is my, is my uh, comedy jacket. Plus a bit of a body jacket. brag, huh? Still fits. Woo! That's going to feel good. <laughs> <laughs> It's a little tighter than it used to be. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's still getting, uh, it's still getting, uh, we, we'll leave it undone. <laughs> yeah, mm, you know, really breezy. Uh, <laughs> oh, 
not doing God. not doing jumping jacks in it, uh, Rebecca. Let's put it Fair that enough. way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, so for my, it's a hero, hero. Yeah, Yay! two heroes. There we go. Two heroes. It's a positive week. Um, I got vaccinated. Yeah. Yes, Woo! so fun. Uh, and thank you, Craig, because you were always looking out sending me shit. So I really yeah. appreciate that. Like, hey, you could go here or here or email here. Um, but I was really lucky. I got um, um, somebody that knows my partner was like, hey, there's no lineup. Show Great. up now. There's no lineup. Just go. And I was like, yeah, let's yeah, let's do that. Why not? OK, I've been trying to access through the government website and it's just not happening um everything's like super far in the future and you're like this can't make this doesn't make sense i'm living in a hot spot let's go so we roll up it's you know 20 minutes from my place no problem and it is very noticeable what this place is right away because there are nurses dancing outside with signs like or I, I don't know they're probably not they're probably volunteers but literally like whole full protective gear just holding inside no lineup it's the luckiest day like sing-songing at us like love and life whatever we're rolling like up they're advertising it, a car wash yes yes, yes yes it very very much had car wash energy very much had car wash energy which is super strange whatever and we're rolling through and they're like they have speakers set up out front that are just blasting ACDC. Just like Thunderstruck <laughs> is ringing through this neighborhood. And it's so crazy to me because I'm like, I get, okay, I get that we're getting this party. Like, yeah, it's a new day. Everybody's getting excited. Come get vaccinated. But they would register you outside right next to these speakers. <laughs> so you're like, screaming at this poor nurse like six six two and I screaming you need to give them like a lot of you you need to give them your email everything so that they can like email you a receipt and like we're gonna follow up with you and all this stuff so you're screaming at this poor woman um you get in it's it's in a school so that's always <laughs> a strange energy i think we would agree yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we're being like kind of like directed through the, all these little hallways and these stations and what have you and finally we get to it and this woman and i totally get why they have to ask you <laughs> but she was like i just need to confirm that i have your permission to give this to you and i was like yeah, for sure. But in my head, I was like, what do I like, lines? Like, can you imagine somebody just be like, nah, you know what? Decided it's a nope for me. <laughs> Took me 20 minutes to get in here, but whatever, let's roll. Uh, she, was di she was so funny. Uh, I actually had a really great time getting my shot and yeah. very little symptoms. Bam, 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 nice. Bam. Yeah, a little bit, little bit of arm soreness. All good. Got to sit in a very. It was such a. Did you have you have to wait afterwards? Yeah. I'm yeah, like fifteen you, minutes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So funny in a school. So because they give you those little like children's chairs, <laughs> and you feel you feel like you're in detention because nobody <laughs> speaks. Okay, there's like. <laughs> everything's like, a little too small yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> everything's a little too small okay nobody speaks and we're all like separated but in a way that a teacher would do to children that doesn't want to distract the other you know what i mean like these kids are going to infect each other with distractions we got to keep them away from each other <laughs> so you're just yep. sitting there watching a clock that is not the correct time <laughs> like do I follow the clock or do I follow my phone? Do I follow the clock or do I follow my phone? Like, I don't know. It was, uh, but it was fast. It was great. I'm glad I got it done. Um, it was super fucking funny. Uh, we got out. My uh, my partner's, fr uh, he's French. He's from France. And the first thing he says to me, he's like, gotta tell you, never got a vaccine like that before in my entire <laughs> life. He's like, I don't know what's going down in France right now. He's like, but I don't think it's that. <laughs> I don't think we're doing this. I was dying laughing. I was like, yeah, yeah, we're, it's not like a party. And he's like, no, I think we would find this suspicious. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that is a fair statement. That is fair. That's, yeah. No, it's... It's weird and life-changing, for sure. It is so strange. You do feel... There is a moment where you're like, is this... 
everything about this is unprecedented and it's great. It is so strange. I just think we're going to have some very interesting takes on history later. Um, It's, I guess, what I'm trying to say. But anyway, I'm very excited to hear that you're vaccinated because that means to me that we're one step closer to being back in person to record. Uh, it's probably going to happen this year. Yeah, <laughs> I'm buddy. Have to and say we this drinking year. on your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Oh, man. That's really great to hear. Uh, all right. Well, I think that does it uh, for us uh, this week. Um, tune in next week. Uh, we're, as I said, we're starting our Listener Choice Month. And next week is uh, we allowed Twitter to pick one. And next week is the Twitter poll. You guys keep surprising us. Uh, we thought it was going to be Transformers from the 80s. And note, you guys picked Father of the Bride with Steve Martin. Uh, it won out. Uh, so check out next week. It's going to be Father of the Bride. Um, and uh, yeah, check that out. And until then... Oh, sorry, Rebecca, where can people get a hold of you? I forgot we... <laughs> oh, that's okay. I mean, they know. know. They know, Craig. <laughs> They've heard it. You guys know. You can follow me at Rebecca Reads. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, at Craig Frank Comedy. Uh, we just got so hyped with the thing. But that's it. Tune in next week for Father of the Bride. And until then, this is The vil- Villain Was Right, reminding you to read the contract. <laughs> the Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com. 